It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. It's the Sharks and the Los Angeles Kings at SAP Center with an early start time on the Sharks Audio Network, a 6 o'clock airtime, and a 6.30 faceoff. The Sharks are coming off a dramatic victory against the Kings on Thursday night at Crypto.com Arena in downtown Los Angeles. Tomas Hurdle had the game winner in OT. So now we've got Barabanov and Hurdle out there with Burns. Kings have Dano, Moore, also out there right now, Dursey. Here's Hurdle down the left, weaves to his right across the line. He's got a chance, he moves in, he stick handles, he has the backhand chance, goes behind the net, wrapper out, he scores! Tomas Hurdle wins it for the Sharks in overtime with a spectacular individual effort. The Sharks win 4-3. For Hurdle, that ended a 12-game goalless drought, and the Sharks center Iceman said it was great to score that goal. Yeah, it's can line, it's still nice, you know, because Lately was the chances was a lot of them, you know, I couldn't bury them and help the team. So this one in overtime, you know, for sure spell felt really nice, you know, and, and hopefully I can get a little more going and the chances just put them help the team and put more goals in. Veteran winger Matt Nieto, who helped the Sharks penalty killing unit hold Los Angeles's power play to an 0 for 4 total on Thursday, said that it was great to see Hurdle get that result. You know, he's been rock solid for us all year and uh, is a huge part of our offense. So it, it was nice to see him get that one. I know he was getting a little frustrated, but, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that's going to score goals. And uh, that was a big one for our team. And as for the Sharks penalty killing, which is one of the best in the NHL, Nieto said this. Our, our kill's been, been pretty solid and, it's, you know, it's an aggressive penalty kill. And, um, you know, when, when all guys are, are putting pressure on on their power play, you know, it's hard for them to make plays and be comfortable and um, make the plays that they want. So we just try to make it as hard as possible on them. And then Sazi's uh, coming up with some saves when we need him too. It was pretty obvious from the game on Thursday night that the very presence of Eric Carlson in the lineup makes a huge difference for the Sharks. Carlson played 25 minutes and 40 seconds, a little bit more than he planned just coming back from an injury. But all in all, he said he felt pretty good. It felt fine. Uh, you know, I think the, the game had a good flow. We had a lot of Power plays, obviously, and, and uh, a lot of penalty kills, um, you know, so that changes the flow a little bit. But um, overall, um, didn't think it was a, a terrific game, didn't think it was a horrible game. Carlson was happy to see the Sharks win in such dramatic fashion in overtime and score four goals in the game. But he says there's a lot more that the Sharks can do against the Kings tonight. You know, it's hard to do it on a consistent level. That's what we haven't done this year. That's why we're in the position we're in. I think, uh, you know, when we do the things that uh, we're good at, we're, we're a good team, just like, you know, any other team in this league. Uh, the margins are not as big as people think. Um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, we have a little bit of learning to do and, and, you know, how to keep it on a consistent level a little bit more often. And, and again, you know, we still got to create more five on five. Uh, we created enough, but uh, I still think we can do more. Coach Bob Bugner says that 25 minutes plus is a lot for Carlson, but he says that the circumstances of the game on Thursday night played a part in that. 
Yeah, I think 25 is high. I think you can see at the end of some of those shifts, I mean, uh, especially we asked him to almost stay out for the whole two minutes of the power play because we didn't have that option on the back end, and that's not preferable. Um, you know, Carly, from what I've seen over the last few years, I think he... He tops out about 22, 23 minutes, and that's a real good spot for him. But he's a guy that skates so well. Um, you really didn't want to put him in that situation being his first game back. But that 22, 23 minutes, if you can get Burnsy off of that 28 and a half to that 25 minutes, that's really the sweet spot for those guys. Um, but again, with six power plays, that obviously affected ice time for everybody. But there's no doubt to the Sharks coach, Eric Carlson makes a huge difference when he's in the lineup and healthy. We went through some uh, videos this morning with the team and, and did some review of some things we wanted to talk about in the game. There are a few, obviously, adjustments, corrections we want to make in certain situations. But uh, um, more than anything, and I said this before the game and the day before, what you know, you guys asked me what he's going to add, and I said immediate puck possession. We spent a lot of time in the other team's end, um, and the more you watch, the, it's, it's almost every clip of him breaking us out clean, and uh, you know our forwards getting it with speed on the tape and being able to. Uh, you can see the way he jumped in uh, to the plays as a fourth man, but also there's you know, um, especially on the Barabanov goal, you know he started the play, um, you know comes up ice and joins, and then he has enough poise in his game to stop and delay a little bit, wait for someone to get to the net, then put it on a second layer and a stick on Barbie's stick. So. Those are things that you, you can't teach. He just, uh, um, you know, he sees the ice so well. The Sharks do have a game-time decision in goal for today's game against the Kings. If Aiden Hill is feeling solidly enough to play, he may get the start in net. Zach Sochenko had some shaky moments on Thursday, but wound up with 33 saves and made a really huge stop on Adrian Kempe of the Kings in the third period. Kitcher, Meyer, Carlson, Hurdle, and Burns out there for San Jose. But here come the Kings, two on one, shorthanded. They already have one shorthanded goal. Here's Dano moving in, throwing to the right, and a quick shot. And there's a great split save by Sachenko off Kempe. Remember that one, folks. That was a big one for the goaltender Sachenko with 11.04 remaining in the third. Matt Nieto was really happy to see that Sachenko stuck with it. He's uh, cool, calm, and collected, and, um, you know, he, he stuck with it and is a huge part of why we won. It was, um, you know, a big win for him, and, you know, he's, he's happy and um, feeling good about his first NHL win there. More good news for the Sharks in that James Reimer seems to be healing reasonably quickly from his lower body injury. Bugner gave us an update. He's starting to feel better. I think it, uh, um, hopefully next week will be a, a time frame for him. I'm not sure about Tuesday, but... Uh, next game after, maybe. The Teal Report will continue from SAP Center at San Jose in just a moment, following this message on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Yo, what's going on, guys? Asher here, and it's that time of year again. The NHL Gaming World Championship is back. Time has finally come. Yeah! Test your skills playing EA Sports NHL 22 and catch all of the content, live streams, and highlights from the entire season. Let's go! Build your dream squad and hunt and sign up today to compete for your share of $100,000. Register now and get all the details at NHL.com slash gaming. For tonight's game against the Kings, the Sharks coaching staff has the last change because they're the home team. In Los Angeles on Thursday, Andre Kopitar's line was largely defending against Tomas Hurdle's unit. But here, even with the last change, Philip Dano's line has been effective against the Sharks too. So Bob Bugner says matching up may not matter as much. You know, I know they're going to want Kopitar against Tommy's line, so we'll do probably our best to keep him away from that. But, uh, you know, that's that's the thing with L.A. They've done a good job um, going out and making that signing on Dano and spending some money on a guy that... Um, 
good in the faceoff and can play against top lines and also contribute offensively. So they got a couple guys. I don't think he's too worried whether Kopitar or Deno is out there against that Tommy line. The top lines for Los Angeles will be a little bit different because of an injury to Andreas Athanasiu, who scored a big goal against the Sharks on Thursday. Kings coach Todd McClellan discussed it. Last shift, second to last shift of uh, of the game the other night against San Jose. Um, pulled up lame again, and um, he'll be out for an extended period. So um, we move on. It's just another one of a, a long list. and. Um, Obviously, you have to answer questions and talk about it, but uh, in the room, we're, we're dealing with the ones that can play right now and uh, try and put a group together that gives us the best chance of winning. It's obvious that McClellan wasn't happy with the results on Thursday in overtime against the Sharks, and he says there are a number of things that the team needs to do better in the entire game today against San Jose. Our overall game wasn't real good the other night, it, you know, in, in all facets, whether it was face-offs and coverages, our forecheck was was average at best, I thought. Um, obviously, special teams, it's been an ongoing conversation throughout the year, but um, what we normally did do well, we, we were a little bit off in, in certain areas. So we've got to get back to that and make sure that our foundation, our bread and butter is as good as it can be, and then work on the extra stuff um, after. But uh, the overall game has to be better. One player that's inserted into the lineup is left-winger Leas Anderson, a former first-round draft pick of the New York Rangers who's had an injury-plagued season for Los Angeles. Anderson says that one of his strengths, forechecking, could be a huge part of tonight's contest, and he hopes to make a big contribution. That's part of my game, and that's, uh, that's the part that I really like. I mean, uh, get pucks back and, you know, be in the offensive zone and work for my teammates, and I felt... Felt like I did a really good job in preseason and, and uh, felt like I was playing playing really good. So, you know, try to get back to that and, uh, you know, just be, be sharp. There may be a lineup tweak or two aside from the decision and goal, so make sure you're tuned in at 6 o'clock Pacific time to all of the exciting coverage on the Sharks Audio Network. Download the Sharks plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and just hit live or listen. That's the easiest way. We're on the air 24 hours a day. Scott Hannon is with me with the call tonight, the Sharks and the Kings. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.